You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2021. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 20 years and has taught worldwide in over 32 countries. She took a break from podcasting this past year, but she is back now better than ever ready to inspire and motivate you. My name is Ava Brandt, and I'm happy to welcome you to my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hi everyone, Anna Brand here and Merry Christmas. I can't believe it's 2021 and it's Christmas already. Oh my gosh, I feel like this year flew by, flew by. I also think it was not the most amazing year. It had amazing moments, but it wasn't the most amazing year. And I wanted to release a special Christmas only podcast because I wanted to talk about the art of giving. I wanted to talk about a recent experience I received. And I want to talk about how we can get back to what giving is all about. Now, I have children. They have long Christmas lists like all children do. And whether your child gets one Christmas gift or 20, whether it's worth $10 or 200, we all know that Christmas through the eyes of a child is amazing. I mean, many times at young ages, they truly believe that Santa is delivering gifts under their tree. And it can be a very magical, wonderful time. And I remember staying up till three or four o'clock in the morning, wrapping the kids' gifts barely being able to keep my eyes open, but it was so worth it when they ran down to the Christmas tree and took the five hours of work that I did and shredded it in about 3.5 minutes, right? But isn't that just the love and joy of Christmas? Now we know that around the world, Christmas isn't the same for everybody. Many people don't celebrate, many people don't give gifts. It can be a very tragic time, a very depressing time, a very sad time if you've lost anybody or have broken families. And for many children where money is not available, they may not receive any gifts at all, whether a child is in a shelter or a home that is less fortunate. And so, you know, we have to be sensitive to those facing Christmas Day where it's not as amazing as it should be. So today I just want to focus on the act, the art, the, the giving process in itself. When my kids were little, I used to have a gift closet. And the reason I started a gift closet is I remember that my mom, because we had five kids, said that she actually started her Christmas shopping in January. I'm pretty sure she told me this later in life because as a kid, you really don't want to hear this. I mean, as a kid, Santa's delivering presents under your Christmas tree. So I'm pretty sure she didn't tell me this when I was young, but I remember probably in my 20s, her telling me she started Christmas shopping in January. And there was a few reasons for that. Number one, that's when the best sales are, right? After Christmas sales in January. So she would scoop up Christmas paper for the next year. She would scoop up gifts and she would just have a gifting closet. Where this closet was, I have no idea. Now that I look back, I think she hid things through all around the house. And there was a time where we had two houses. And so I'm pretty sure that every closet had a bag of some sort that we didn't know what was in it. But I can understand that raising five kids all a year apart, the only way you could have the kind of Christmases I grew up with is by starting in January. I've talked before about how my mom would always wrap presents differently for each of us. So mine always had rose paper. I think my sister was teddy bears. One of my brother, I think, was ducks. So we would run to the Christmas tree and I would know which, which was my present. I would grab the box with roses on it. And that was my boxes for years, well into my adulthood. She would always do things differently for each child so that it would make it easier probably for her and for us. 
Well, so she always had cards. In another podcast, I talk about how my mom discovered card ministry late in life and she would randomly mail uh, cards to people who were shut into their homes that normally didn't receive mail. She was very into the printed letter, the printed word, printed cards, um, handwriting. She would tell me as she got older that she couldn't write cards anymore and her hands wouldn't write the way she was able to, you know, able to do it. And so one of the last times I stayed over at my parents' house this summer, I stayed in one of her rooms. And when I was laying in the bed, I looked around and I saw bags and bags of cards and gifts and all sorts of things. And I just smiled as I laid there napping with my mom downstairs, thinking of just the long life that she had and all the gifts that she gave over the years. She wasn't just a Christmas gifter. She would provide gifts and presents and cards year round, well into my adulthood, well into my marriage and years of children. I would receive packages from her. Gosh, she bought me pajamas, I think, till I was in my 40s. And she would always send things that smelled nice and things that smelled like roses. And there was always a card in the mail, always a gift from her for any occasion. It didn't have to be a special occasion. She was definitely a gift giver. So over the years, I learned how to have my own gifting closet. When the kids were little, I would buy toys that were on sale. I would do after holiday shopping. And I had a whole gift closet in my garage. So whenever we were invited to a birthday party or an event where I needed a gift, I would just go in the garage closet and there would be a gift. Somewhere along the line, I stopped doing that. I think life became busier and I just didn't have as much time to go shopping. But this past year, I was telling my daughters how I just felt like I needed to start a gifting closet again. I needed to just keep cards for special occasions. And, you know, this past year, Olivia graduated a year ago when I went to buy her graduation card. I ended up buying more than one card. and you know, with some of Evan's birthdays and ended up finding myself buying more than one card, just feeling like, well, maybe I'll give them more than one card. I just felt like I needed an extra, not that she's going to graduate twice, but I don't know. I just felt like I needed to kind of have extra on hand because we're so busy that trying to get to the store, purchase a card or purchase a gift that's thoughtful, it just seems impossible, right? So as I was talking to my daughters this past year about the gift closet, I said, remember when I used to have that gift closet? I really need to do that again because there's so many times where I'll meet people where maybe they're grieving over the loss of somebody, whether it's a baby or an important family member or, you know, the special occasion of having a baby and you want to gift your clients something and, or you're going to a last minute party or, or you just need to send someone a card. I have a gratitude bulletin board that I'm have in my office. And I, whenever I received a card, I always put it on this bulletin board. And it's a very large, big board that I bought years ago. And it's one of my favorite things to look at because it has cards and letters and drawings from little kids. And, you know, I always save them and I pin them up on my gratitude wall so that I can see them when I come into my office every day. So I know how important receiving a card or a letter or a gift is. And, you know, this time of year, especially on Christmas Day, that's where we focus on the gift giving, right? But what if we did it all year round? Wouldn't it be that much more special? What if rather than just on Christmas Day, we create our own little tiny gift closet? Maybe it's just handwritten notes. Maybe it's keepsakes that you want to pass on. Maybe it's the next time you're in, you know, clearance aisle. Maybe it's picking up something extra that maybe you can turn around and give. Maybe it's purging things from your home and donating to other people that are in need. You know, we donate all of my kids' clothes 
Um, whenever I buy new clothes, we always donate. And just this morning I was in Ava's room and she has a big laundry hamper overflowing of clothes. And she says, mama, that's my donate pile. So, you know, I love to donate things. So I think it's just the passing on of gifts, whether it's new, borrowed, used, whether it's something you purchased. I think it's something that we should do year round, not just on Christmas Day. A couple of days ago, I was watching one of the evening talk shows and RuPaul was on it. And he was saying how he doesn't like to give gifts on Christmas. He said he just doesn't like the pressure. He doesn't like the expectation, but that he gives gifts all year round, except for on Christmas day. And I found that so fascinating. And I just found myself nodding like, yeah, I love that idea. Obviously kids are expecting gifts under the tree, but I love just doing gifts throughout the year when you're thinking of somebody or somebody needs a pick me up or as my mom had her card ministry where she would just randomly mail cards to other people in times of need. She didn't even know what their needs were. She just felt compelled to do it. I think that in this crazy couple of years that we've had and all of the letdowns and disappointments and the stress of COVID and everything we're going on, I think we just need to get back to letting other people know we're thinking of them letting other people know that maybe a little card or note goes a long way. I'll end this podcast by saying that the reason I wanted to release this extra podcast on Christmas Day was just my own experience with this this past week. I was wrapping up my last workshop travel of the year and I was in the airport and all the Christmas music was going on. And usually I really love Christmas music, but for some reason on this last trip, it just hit me hard and I, I was feeling very emotional and so much so that by the time I got on the plane, I was just overwhelmed with grief of my mother's passing and found myself sitting in my window seat, crying myself to sleep on the plane. I could not shake the overwhelming grief that I was experiencing at that moment. I just wanted to call my mother. I just wanted to talk to her. And it was just a good hour on the plane where I could not shake it. So much so that I ended up just crying myself to sleep. Well, I got home pretty late. It was about one o'clock in the morning and I came home to a fully decorated Christmas house. We had, the tree had been put in before I'd left, but I wasn't able to get to the Christmas decorations. And my son had spent the entire day decorating the Christmas tree with lights, with ornaments and putting out every single Christmas decoration he could. So my entire downstairs was filled with Christmas decor. And I asked my daughters, I was like, did you help them? And they're like, no, Evan did this all by himself. And at 21 years of age, it was the first time he had done that all by himself. Usually I'm the one to do that. And that, you know, I just took a moment and looked around my house and I was so overwhelmed with gratitude that he had done that and just very emotional. Obviously the kids had not known what I had just experienced on the plane. Well, then I met my daughters and Ava was giving me the mail and said, oh, mom, here's a bunch of Christmas cards. And I was opening them and said, oh, I need to get all my Christmas cards in the mail. Christmas is less than a week away. And when I had finished opening all the cards, she handed me a red envelope. And when I looked at the red envelope, I gasped because the return address was my mother and it had said my mother's name on it. And I just looked at her and it looked like a letter from my mother, but obviously she has passed. So I opened it and it was a Christmas card to me that my mom had prepared before her passing. It was a note from my sister that said she had found this card with a picture of myself and the kids inside and that it was meant for me and written for me and she decided to mail it. 
she did not know it would, I would receive it at that exact moment that I needed to receive it. I had not known that my mother had that card for me or that it would come to me at the exact time that I needed it. So I'm here to tell you that hopefully maybe this year we can take a step back and maybe not be so overwhelmed with all that life throws at us, the bills, the stress, the challenges that life gives us, and maybe take a moment and think about the fact that somebody someplace might need to hear or see something from you, whatever it is, a card, a note, a gift, a hug, a phone call, something, and maybe take the time to do it. I'm Anna Brand. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrandt.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrandtEducation.com.